check one two Welcome to Coronavirus Chronicles, current events and conspiracy from the front lines. podcast but y'all know that because you're regular listeners today's date is monday april 27th boy am i really excited about the show this week Great show. Y'all know the deal. We will do the latest stats on the coronavirus, followed by celebrity coronavirus diagnosis and deaths. Uh, This week, we had a big loss. Moving on from the front line section, then we're going to do just a little other things in the news. Then, on to the conspiracy section. I think you guys will find it interesting. Then on to what we're watching and doing and uh, wrapping up the show. All right, let's get in that mood. Coronavirus, coronavirus, okay. Conspiracy. Okay, let's just jump in. The only way to do it is just to do it. Oh, Lord, okay. The coronavirus section. Here we go, you guys. It's a week later since last week we did the show. Here's the new numbers. I mean, I guess these are right. Who knows? I really don't know anything. As of April 27th, 2020, current coronavirus cases worldwide, 3,006,000. Deaths, over 200,000, recovered almost a million. And I guess there's like 2 million people in some sort of weird hybrid state. I really don't know if those numbers are correct. Honestly, I don't know anything about coronavirus. (laughs) Except I have to wear my mask at work and no one will come over. That's really all I know for sure. Okay, more in coronavirus news. The powers that be say that the virus may return next year. I called that shit, okay, like two months ago. I just, I have it recorded, y'all know. Of course it's going to return next year. I mean, no one really knows, but here's the thing, though. See, you guys, you got to get in, like, that positive frame of mind. Okay, yeah, so the virus is more than likely going to come back next year and every single year for eternity. We got to, like, make new traditions, y'all. It's going to be fun. I mean, hashtag mask life. You guys just need to, like, view it from a different angle. But yes, I did say a couple episodes ago, my dark prediction for coronavirus is that this whole lockdown quarantine thing will become an annual tradition. Two months of quarantine followed by this huge worldwide party. I mean, like, masks are like the new Mardi Gras beads, y'all. 
I can't wait. I'm shacking up next quarantine, though. If you don't know nothing, know that. I'm going to make new traditions. I want to have fun. So, like, yeah, you guys, it's going to be fine. The powers that be say that the lockdown in my mountain town will be lifted on May 8th. We'll see how it goes. I'm sure the bigger cities will be longer. Okay, more in coronavirus news. This is pretty great. (laughs) This is the stuff that, like, I'm feeling weak, and then I read this, and it fills me with the power that I need. Mayor of New York City, Bill de Blasio, asked New Yorkers to snitch on each other for violating social distancing and doing this and that. He set up this tip line to snitch on people, to narc other people out. And it was flooded with uh, dick pics and people shooting the bird. And the mayor went to the gym, and so everybody took pictures of him and sent it to the tip line. So they should rat it on him. Let me tell you something, government. We're not going to snitch on each other to your ass, okay? What did you think was going to happen? I mean, I don't know this de Blasio dude, but, you know, he's government. We're going to handle stuff on our own. I'm not going to snitch to you. It's us against y'all. <laughs> okay? Oh, yeah. Also in coronavirus news, I watched that Lady Gaga One World from Home concert. It was a fundraiser, y'all, for guess who? The World Health Organization. There was a lot of familiar faces on there. That's all I'm saying. Okay, the Rolling Stones performed. Beautiful, moving performance. They did You Can't Always Get What You Want. Definitely look that up on YouTube. Man, it was cool. They're just naturals, you know? They are performers, musicians. I never even liked the Rolling Stones until like two weeks ago. Now I'm like, whoa. It's like I never really explored them. Okay, the Lady Gaga One World at Home special raised almost $140 million for the World Health Organization. And if y'all are listeners to the show, you know that's kind of cray. In some circles, this Lady Gaga thing was called Together at Home, an infomercial for the global elite and its agenda. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. All right, let's move on. Celebrity coronavirus diagnosis and deaths. Okay, two things. Okay, April 16th, 2020. Ah, I threw my head in my pillow and cried. Brian Dennehy. Mm, I feel like crying right now. Don't cry. Brian Dennehy. I'd say he's best known for Cocoon, Chris Farley's dad, and Tommy Boy. Oh yeah, I forgot too. Romeo and Juliet. He was Ted Montague, Romeo's father. Okay, that needs a rewatch and a movie thing episode. Okay, so yes, Brian Dennehy passed of freaking coronavirus. Like, what is that? So yeah, that was pretty hard. That was a hard night. I just like was in my room being like, oh my god, Brian Dennehy's dead, and I'm crying in my pillow that Brian Dennehy's dead. Okay. Okay, just a quick little thing in celebrity coronavirus diagnosis. Okay, someone named Chris Kumo has coronavirus. I guess he's some news person on TV, some talking head, I really don't know. But I do know that he's the brother of Andrew Kumo, who's the governor of New York. 
And the only reason why I'm mentioning them is because A, Chris Kumo with coronavirus was out like walking around, acting like he didn't have nothing, riding his bike, coughing on people or whatever. People were taking pictures of him <laughs> and ratting his ass out, you know? So here's why I'm bringing this up. If you take five minutes, not even, if you take 20 seconds and look into how many politicians have very, very, very close immediate family members or partners in the media, you'd be really surprised. It's pretty staggering. So that's why I wanted to bring them up. Chris Kumo walking around town with coronavirus and his brother, governor of New York, the media and the government, hand in hand. It's just like George Carlin said, it's a big club and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. And by the way, it's the same big club they used to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. There you go. I trust his ass more than a lot of people, I would say. Okay. Yeah. From the front line section. All right. From the front lines, because I work at a grocery store. Not too much to report, except I took six days off. I was like, okay, I'm not coming back for a few days. And it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. I had a great time. I explored Chet Hanks' album. That's Tom Hanks' son. If y'all are regular listeners, hopefully you've checked out Chet Hanks' Instagram. It will make you smile. Nothing else. It was fabulous. But now I'm back at work, and that's even more fabulous. Just remember, y'all. Reality is in your home. Do you know what I mean? It's not in the news. It's not a coronavirus. Reality is in your home. It's in a nice conversation. Reality is in an enjoyable moment. It's in a look someone beautiful gives you. It's in the moment. Fuck the news. Fuck coronavirus. Who gives a shit? Okay, I think that's it from the front lines. We're just all trying to stay positive and, yeah, keeping shit clean. Okay, let's move on. Current events, c -c -c current events section. There's just one or two things. Pretty cool, though. I feel like I'm rushing through the show today. Like, blah, blah, blah. like whoa, what do I have better to do? It's like I'm going to go to the grocery store. Okay, calm down. I'm feeling nervous. I don't know what it is. I'm feeling nervous. Current events, y'all. Yeah, this is cool. All right, I'm going to play a clip. And then y'all tell me if you know what the clip's from. I love this game. Nobody knows for sure just how much was taken in the daring pre-dawn raid at the Lufthansa cargo terminal at Kennedy Airport. The FBI says $2 million. Port Authority police say $4 million. That's right, smarty pants. That was a clip from the Scorsese film Goodfellas. 
Vinny Asaro, I guess he was the main mastermind behind the Latunza heist. Goodfellas wise guy Vinny Asaro got a break Friday when he was released from prisons over concern about the coronavirus. The thinking was he's 85, suffered a stroke last year. Quote, if Asaro were to contract COVID-19, it's not unlikely that the consequences would be dire. So basically, he would die if he got coronavirus. He was doing time for ordering his underlings to set fire to the car of a motorist who cut him off in traffic. Okay, that's lame. I mean, yeah, it's lame that you want to, like, set fire to someone's car for cutting you off, but it's lamer to get other people to do it for you. Oh, my God. I have no respect for that. I'd be like, if you want to set his ass on fire, you do it. I'm busy. Damn. So, yeah, he's out of jail. Okay, that's it. Let's move on to the conspiracy section. It's short but intense this week. Hopefully, y'all are listening to the episodes in order. That way you don't have to play catch up. But yeah, it's just kind of intense. And I'm at this place where I just want to, like, tell y'all. I guess I'm kind of making my final analysis for today. And we'll see what you guys think. Okay, here we go. The first thing for the conspiracy section. There was an interesting hot mic incident. So basically, every day, the powers that be give a speech or whatever for the latest coronavirus numbers and, you know, stats, all these things. And I normally watch this only because I want information. I don't even know if I believe the information that's being conveyed. I just want to know what they're saying. And, like, I want to know when I can hang out again, basically. (laughs) That's honestly why I watch. But it's very interesting to watch. (laughs) And you can watch on TV or you can watch on the Internet. And I always watch on the Internet. And, like, ten minutes before this person in the White House speaks... It's just a bunch of reporters hanging out, being like, yeah, what'd you do last night? And they're like, oh, I went to sushi or, you know, whatever. I don't even know what they're saying. They're just, they're just like at work and they're just shooting the shit. And uh, so there was a hot mic incident. <laughs> so I'm going to read you the transcript of what was said on the hot mic. And then I'm going to play it for you. So is that cool? So here's two reporters talking 10 minutes before like the coronavirus speech. Two reporters talking, quote, you can take off the mask there. The base mortality rate is like 0.1 to 0.3. And the other man replies, that's reassuring. Everybody here has been vaccinated anyway. And when he says everybody here has been vaccinated, here is at the White House for the daily press conference about coronavirus. So that's reassuring. Everybody here has been vaccinated anyway. USC and LA County Public Health came out with a study they found that there was 7,000 cases in California, but they really believe that there's anywhere between 221,000 and 442,000 who were infected. The guy goes, really? 
And he goes, yeah, so that makes it 0.1 to 0.3. So it suggests that the case mortality rate is about one-tenth of what it seems to be. What it seems to be is what the media is putting out there, basically. So let's just hear it for ourselves. Then let me tell you something. The next day, when when it happened, the Life from the White House press conference, all the mics were off, baby. Believe me, on the internet, I was like, okay, that's interesting. Guilty. Here we go. All right, man. Where you go, baby? You can take out the mask. The uh, case fatality rate's like 0.1 to 0.3, according to USC. Is it really? That's, uh, that's, that's reassuring. USC. Everybody here's been vaccinated anyway. USC and LA County Public Health come out with a study. They found that there are 7,000 cases in California, but they really believe that there are anywhere from 221,000 to people who were infected. Really? Yeah. So that makes it 0.1 to 0.3? Does the study think about it? Yeah, just give it to them. So it suggests the case fatality rate is 10. Well, it was a hoax. I don't know if it was a hoax. Then there you go. I'm not suggesting that coronavirus is fake at all. I'm not saying the media's lying. I'm not saying anything. Look, I don't care. I just want to hang out, all right? Damn, I don't even give a crap. But yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> Look, I don't know. It could just be some bullshit. But I'm throwing it out there to you. Because if you made it this far in the show, you must give a crap. All right. But yeah, those mics were off. The next. Live at the White House. That's what I watch it on. And I can't, you all know, I cannot stand politicians, government, anything. But I just want to know what they're saying. It's theater. Politics is theater. (laughs) The great theater. Okay, moving on in the conspiracy section. Let's just keep it going. I don't want to elaborate on this, but here you go. Tom Hanks and his wife Rita Wilson's blood carry the antibodies after they both overcame COVID-19. So, basically, (laughs) it's like So I Am Legend, right? Will Smith, The Cures in the Blood. It's like, really? And again, I'm not saying... I'm just saying this shit's weird, y'all, okay? I just can't sugarcoat it anymore. So, Tom Hanks' blood is going to be used for the cure for coronavirus. Malthusian theory. Tom Hanks. The movie Inferno. Overpopulation. Billionaire. Releasing a virus on the world. Y'all picking up what I'm putting down. Here's just something quickly I want to say. Like I said, conspiracy section is going to be short but intense. To the point. Here's all I really want to say about the coronavirus conspiracies. I absolutely believe in the Illuminati, the cabal, deep state, shadow government, whatever you want to call it. I don't care what you want to call it. Illuminati has so many negative connotations. I absolutely believe in it. At this time, April 27th, 2020, and opinions are subject to change, theories are subject to change, where I'm at today, is that I feel that any celebrity that has coronavirus and tries to influence us in any way, Tom Hanks, Will Smith, go on, the list goes on and on, and they try to influence us in any way, I feel that they are Illuminati. Watch how these celebrities try to influence us. False idols. 
I feel that the powers that be, which is the Illuminati, Cabal, Shadow Government, whatever, are now calling on these celebrities to come pay the piper. They are tools of the Illuminati. One thing I'm doing is preparing an episode called Bread and Circuses. And it's basically beginning of entertainment and how it began and how to hypnotize and distract the people from how shitty their situation is. I'm not saying we're shitty situation, but I'm just saying it doesn't look today the way it did when the Romans did it, but it's the same concept. It's the Matrix. We are living in the Matrix. And the current state of the Matrix is unraveling, I do believe. And all of this, I could be totally spot on, or what I just said could be the most ignorant thing on the whole planet. And, like, I'm cool with that. I don't give a shit, all right? I also feel that major shit's going down right now in Hollywood during the coronavirus lockdown due to Harvey Weinstein singing like a canary like he knows ass is. He knows every dark secret about Hollywood, and it is corrupt as fuck, y'all, right now at this time. And he knows everything. He's singing on everybody. Kirsten Dunst posted something interesting on her Instagram. We like Kirsten Dunst in this house. Matthew McConaughey posted something interesting on his Instagram. It's a picture of a glass door that says witness room on it. And the caption says, we're all in it. What does that mean? Witness room. We're all in it. My interpretation of it, which doesn't mean jack shit, but it's a damn show. I think that he's saying that all of Hollywood knew that all this shit was going on for years. And they did nothing about it. And they're all in the witness room. They're all witnesses. I know that something's going down in Hollywood right now. Is it connected to coronavirus? I don't know. But really, it's all connected. Harvey Weinstein is sinking the entire Hollywood ship right now. You can mark my words. And I'll replay this when it happens. With a choir in the background. Believe me, I already got that episode already. Okay, yeah, this is interesting. I got another clip for (laughs) y'all. Okay, the first part of the clip is just like totally me going like, I told you so. And the rest of the clip is pretty interesting. Okay, so here's a clip. Boxer David Rodriguez. He posted something on his Twitter. (laughs) Here's, Here's the first part of what he said. This is just for me. Here we go. Harvey Weinstein is dropping massive amounts of information. Oh. What have I been saying for months? Harvey Weinstein is dropping massive amounts of information. What have I been saying? Harvey Weinstein is singing like a canary. All right, let me just hear it one more time. Harvey Weinstein is dropping massive amounts of information. (laughs) Okay, is it true? I have no idea. All right, let's see what else David Rodriguez, boxer, had to say. Um, as you all know, like I, you know, I've been involved in boxing, being a pro athlete for a long time, and um, I've made some connections. I rubbed shoulders with some big names. You know, I've been around Tony Robbins. I've been around, um, you know, I've gone out with like Oprah. I've, I've gone out. I've gone out with a lot of big people and had, you know, been able to meet a lot of big people and talk to them like I'm talking to you all. And I just want to say one thing, and I know a lot of you are doubting this. But this is the truth, man. There is a big sting operation going down. 
it's happening and i'm telling you man these pedophile rings are getting taken down it's uh hollywood ain't cool anymore hollywood's going down and i still talk to my sources and i still talk to people that are involved and listen there is a big operation going down and they're and they're getting taken out and every day is confirmation to me when I, it's it's a secretive thing but i think it's going to come out they say it's going to come out on the media um when it's all said and done and i think what's going to happen is going to really shock a lot of you i mean a lot of you are going to kind of brush off and be like well i always knew it was there but i don't think you understand how prevalent these pedophile rings really are in hollywood and in um in the sports arenas in hollywood in the political arena i mean everywhere man it's bad and it's it's uh human trafficking you know and sex trafficking is the hottest thing that biggest commodity right now and i think um once this all comes out to the surface, a lot of you are going to be disgusted and and feel very dirty for even knowing the information. Is that true? I have no idea. Quickly, the other day, I rewatched the movie The Matrix. I had seen it in, like, 99 when it came out, but, like, I was so, like, on drugs and, like, not in my body. I was like, I don't even get it. Let me just tell you, I just rewatched it. <laughs> I feel like I get it. And it's fucking one of the scariest movies besides Inferno with Tom Hanks I've ever seen. I had to pause it. Like, I had to pause Inferno, you guys. I just, like, paused it and sat there going, oh, my God. So here's what I got out of the movie The Matrix. Keanu is, like, hot. Smoking hot, right? Yeah. Um, I saw him one time. I was living in L.A., Actually, it was around the time when um, I didn't sleep with David from Roseanne. It might have even been the same week. Myself, a bandmate, and one of our friends, we were all living in the Standard Hotel on Sunset Boulevard, the Standard. Just don't ask. And we were doing drugs by the pool. I mean, so was everybody else, right? And who walks in? Keanu. It was probably maybe three years after The Matrix. And... We were doing drugs, and my friend's like, oh my god, there's Keanu. And he had a motorcycle helmet in his hand, and he looked really sad. And <laughs> my friend Kyle, my old bandmate, he goes, should we go say something to him? Like, he looks kind of sad. And I was like, I guess. I don't know. And then we were like, I don't know. I guess we chickened out or something. And Keanu kept looking over at us because, I mean, we were doing blow. And Keanu did blow back then. And, like, I think he wanted us to ask him to come over and do blow with us. But I guess we chickened out. Sorry, Keanu. Okay. <sighs> come on now. Okay. Back to the Matrix. There is a Matrix. It's real, and we're living in it right now. Google will be the single consciousness. Google sets reality. iPhones are, in fact, the monolith from Stanley Kubrick's film, 2001 A Space Odyssey. We are touching the monolith. As in 2001 A Space Odyssey. Remember? The monkeys touched the monolith and that began their progression to becoming human. And all that comes with that. We touch the monolith every day. Reality. Google. In our hand. We are transforming into machines. Transhumanism. The movie Metropolis. Have you seen it? Do you know what it's about? Transhumanism is real. Look it up. Bill Gates knows all about it. 
It's the melding of humans with computers for many purposes, mostly for control. It is the obsession of many and the vision of the future for many and obsession. Is any of this true? I don't know. Keep your eye on, though, what the media is trying to get you to feel and think. Keep your eye on how celebrities, aka false idols, are trying to influence you. So I think that's it for the conspiracy section. I mean, that's honestly where I'm at right now. And But know that I'm watching fucking everything, I'll tell you that much. So let's just close out the show with what we're watching and doing. Oh yeah, speaking of transhumanism, here we go. I watched the movie Equals on Netflix. Equals is a 2015 American science fiction romantic drama film directed by Drake Dorimus. It stars Nicholas Holt. Okay, he's from um, The Favorite. And Kristen Stewart, one of my faves. She smiled once in the movie. <clears throat> you know, I like, if you listen to the show, you know I like Kristen Stewart because she doesn't smile ever. I don't know why I find that so endearing. But yeah, she smiled once. It kind of freaked me out. Okay, Nicholas Holt and Kristen Stewart as two people diagnosed with a disease that restores their human compassion and emotions in a dystopian world where emotions do not exist. Boy, it was good. Yeah, Guy Pierce. It was good. It was great. I watched it twice. Just know that if we get microchipped, and it will eventually come down to this. Maybe not in our lifetime or in probably it will, though. <laughs> Honestly, the day will come in our lifetimes, Xennials, where it's going to come down to that, I, I feel. It's going to be presented in a really cool, positive way. There's so many movies about transhumanism. One with Johnny Depp with, um, he gets the transcendence. That's about transhumanism. It's just a view of the future for a certain particular people. <laughs> it's eternal life. Uh, writing Melancholia movie thing. Man, I look so forward to that. I love that movie. There's so many cool things about that movie and I cannot wait. So I'm writing the Melancholia movie thing. Watch the Brady Bunch movie. I laughed so hard I cried. I was crying. It's so genius. It's genius. It's a film. I stand by that. Okay, April movies coming out that look kind of good. The Other Lamb. Cult horror movie. I'm going to check that out. Okay, here's something. Here's a website, grailmoviehouse.com, G-R-A-I-L moviehouse.com. It's a local artsy theater, and they're streaming movies online. I mean, I'm sure there's tons of other places, but this place is pretty cool. So yeah, check out grailmoviehouse.com. The Beastie Boys movie's coming out. Okay, I'm sure I'll see that. Okay, let's just close the show. Oh, God. We're going to make this, y'all. Life is going to be very magical very magical and this whole lockdown whatever's it's gonna be over before you know it it's gonna be like new and improved life even because i think people are just gonna value things more at least for a little while then we'll shit on everything again i'm sure and life may be a little bit different but it's gonna be fun you know let's make games out of stuff let's have fun with it you know let's get a gas mask bong so yeah, I'm not worried. 
As long as I have my people, I'm not worried. I mean, really, it's just an opportunity for new traditions and just freaky crazy shit, you know? Let's have fun. This could be the best year of your life coming up. You have no idea. Bigger and better things could happen to you than you can even imagine. You have no idea. So let's just enjoy as best we can the rest of this lockdown quarantine BS. And let's make new traditions when, you know, we can hang out again. It's gonna be fabuloso.